Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. Hey everyone and happy Wednesday. I'm Kelsey O'Malley. I am filling in for Steve Schultz on Elijah Streams today, and we're so happy that you joined us. You know, we're pre-recording today's show. Uh, My guest is Krista Elijah, and she's going to be sharing a couple visions that she's had with us today. So we're excited that you joined us. But before we begin, we want to share an update with Israel, because in case you guys didn't know, Steve and the team they are in Israel. They're having the best time ever. We have a couple photos just to show you. Um, I think we have Yvonne. Oh, there's Robin and Robin. They're in front of the Sea of Galilee there. I know they're having such a great time. There's Yvonne and Mina, and they are baptizing people in the Jordan River. So when you get to go on these um, trips with Elijah's Dreams, they do baptisms. They see all different places. So me and my husband joked and said, we need to start saving for next year because we didn't get to go on this trip, but we would love to go next year. So just like us, start saving now so we can all go together. Even Krista backstage was like, I want to go too. So we all want to be on that next trip. And I know they're having an awesome time. So we're we're continuing to pray for you guys. If you're watching this stream right now over there in Israel, we're continuing to pray safe journey um, that the Lord would have his hand upon you guys and you would really experience the presence of Jesus. We want to thank you guys again for your generous donations uh, to help us build wells all over Uganda. Enjoy this quick video clip showing where the fruit of all your giving is going. And without your help, we would not be able to do this. So thank you again for partnering with us. You can give online at ElijahStreams.com slash donate, or you can mail it in to the address. Lives are being changed every single day. And those precious smiles, every time I watch these videos, um, it just melts your heart to see those precious babies be able to have clean water. you know, their parents to wash their clothes and feed their animals, just their whole life is changed by that. You know, we're so blessed here in America and we just go and turn our water on. We go take a shower, um, fill up our kids cups. We cook. Everything is just so convenient, but it's not that way for them. So we thanks again uh, to you guys for changing lives over there. Well, my guest today is Krista Elijah. She is the founder of Arise Kingdom Ministries, and she's going to be sharing some visions with us today. So let's welcome her to the show. Hey, Krista, welcome to the show. Hello, Kelsey. So honored to be here as always. Nice. We're excited to have you back on. Thanks. I'm so glad that I I was with fill in while everybody is in Israel. <laughs> I know. The whole team is there. There's only a couple of us uh, left to do all the things. And um, Warren's running all of this. Who's Steve's brother. He's doing an incredible job. So you guys show him some love in the comments. He's learned how to do this so quickly and has got everything down pat. Warren, you're doing an awesome job. And show your love to Julie. Uh, she's holding down the fort. So we love our team here and they're doing a great job. And I'm excited to hear all you have to share with us uh, today about your recent vision with the tent peg. And you always have so many notes. And I love I love wa- listening to you, Krista, because I, knowing interviewing you, you have these notes. But as we talk, 
you know, the Lord always is giving you fresh revelation and you kind of veer off your notes and we're done. And you're like, I barely even hit any points because God just takes over and speaks so clearly through you. So would you share with us um, what the Lord's been speaking to you about recently? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm really just feeling like the body of Christ and me included, right? Um, we are in this season of it's felt like constant warfare storms, you know, there's been this swirl of demonic chatter and, you know, things on a, on a national and international level that um, is just very concerning, you know, um, and for me personally, when the Lord just, he gave me a, a series of visions and one really profound vision. And after he gave me this one, I literally laid in my rocking chair. I call it my rocket ship. Cause that's where I go up and, you know, I <laughs> lean back and worship the Lord and then he takes me up. So I was, I was resting in my rocket ship and he gave me this vision. I cried for like three hours after he showed mm. me Wow. Uh, because it was so encouraging. Um, and I, I just wanted to, uh, to release that over the body. And it, it started with a vision of a tent peg. And, um, so I was in, and then I did a, a, a Hebrew word study or alphabet study on the tent peg. And I found out that the, it's, the Vav in Hebrew, it's the letter Vav. It actually represents a tent peg and wow. it's a connector between heaven and earth. So it literally is a prophetic picture of Jesus, who was the man. The Vav is, um, it's a symbol of a tent peg, uh, which adds to the tent or the house. So it enlarges the house and it has the value of the number six and six we know is the number of man. So mm -hmm. Jesus was the tent peg, the man that came down from heaven to connect heaven and earth and to wow. expand his father's tent or his father's house. And oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I know. Isn't that so cool? Like mm -hmm. Jesus is literally in everything, um, in everything in the Bible and, and everything in the, the Hebrew. He is the word that became flesh. So um, he was showing me that we represent the tent peg now because we are part of, of his house and we are the place where we connect heaven to earth. Right. Um, so I saw this tent peg <laughs> come down from heaven and I was suddenly in this valley uh, with um, and where I was looking down at a, a large tent or like a tabernacle and mm -hmm. there was this crazy storm that was happening and the valley looked almost barren. It looked like trees had been ripped up. Um, and there was just debris and devastation and it was, it was a demonic storm. And I, mm -hmm. I remember, you know, it, it almost reminded me of Ezekiel's Valley of dry bones. Right. Um, and I, God stood me in the valley and it was like this demonic wind came up and it almost like sucked the air out of your lungs. And, mm. um, it, it made your ears deaf. Like, you know, when you get the roar of wind in your ears and the Lord just began to download to my spirit, you know, my people have felt like they are in this barren valley. Um, mm. 
the enemy has come after them with bombardment after bombardment. Um, it's caused them to feel like they're suffocating, like they can't breathe. And it um, deafening them from being able to hear my voice through the demonic winds and the chatter. Mm. And um, I noticed focusing on the tent pegs that were holding this tabernacle in place that the wind was catching the tent and was trying to pull these tent pegs up out of the ground. And mm. um, I knew that if that happened, then it would compromise the entire structure, right? If these tent pegs were pulled up and taken out and the Lord uh, spoke to me and he said, these tent pegs represent leaders in the body of Christ whose ministries have provided widespread apostolic and prophetic covering for my people. They are the remnant warriors who stand in the gap to hold down the fort, connecting the earth with my kingdom purposes while faithfully awaiting my return. And he said, the attack of the enemy has been to wear and tear them out so that my people are without proper spiritual covering and will be exposed to attack. And oh, so wow. um, this was really a word. Um, and he told me too, like, even, you know, we, the body of Christ, we, we all should be praying for leaders, especially when the Holy Spirit brings up a particular leader to our spirit um, yeah. just to throw out, like, you know, I call them like arrow prayers or arrow decrees where mm -hmm. I'll just say, Lord, I, I bless them in the name of Jesus. And I decree that no weapon formed against them will prosper in Jesus name. Um, and mm -hmm. I do that as often as people come to my mind. Um, and, and we need, we, we need to pay attention to the way the Holy spirit pops those things into our spirit, right? Cause it's not an accident. Um, because that is the assignment of the enemy is, is we're in an, an apostolic reformation right now. Um, many prophets have been talking for a long time. We're moving from the church age into the kingdom age. Mm -hmm. And in order for the kingdom to be established, that means that there is there are apostles um, that are rising to prominence right now. Um, and I believe that we're going to see the miracles that the early church saw that were worked by the apostles, you know, to confirm who Jesus is. And that's what we need right now. Um, yeah. and, and so the enemy wants to take those kind of people out, you know? And oh, yeah. I was definitely feeling it. I don't know if you've been feeling it, girl, but... <laughs> I've had a lot, I've seen a lot, a lot of ministers who've been saying the same thing you're saying as far as what is up with these attacks, like um, sicknesses, things that just freak accidents that are happening. And I mean, it has been such a really, really rough time. These, especially these past couple months, it's just been bombardment after bombardment. So what you're saying, I think, and a lot of people watching, I'm sure you're saying, yeah, that's been happening in my life too. What is up with that? Yeah. And so, you know, this was another thing too, like when it, when I, when I say leaders, like, yes, there are like 
re like leaders that we see on a national level, right? Like um, Cindy Jacobs was one that uh, the Lord had me praying for when I received this word and um, mm -hmm. James Gall, you know, and Robin Bullock, like, you know, people like that, um, that we recognize as like national leaders. Um, but everybody, every believer, I personally, I am convicted of this. We are all leaders in some capacity. If you're a mom, if you're a dad, um, if, if you are, you know, in the workplace, we are leading by example. People yeah. are watching our lives, watching our relationship with Jesus. And we should be discipling or, or training them, teaching them by our example, who Jesus is. And so I, I believe if you're, if you're a Christian, you are a leader in some capacity, even if you don't recognize it. Um, so this really is a word for like the whole body of Christ. Um, and the, the, the enemy wants to take us out, you know, cause it, he, oh, yeah. he wants to neutralize us as a, as a threat, mm -hmm. but God is so good, <laughs> you know? Um, and that actually in the word that he gave me, he showed me, like you said, the health things, he said, it's, uh, to put pressure on believers, people who are the remnant warriors who are stepping out, being faithful and obedient to the yeah. voice of God, you know, and it comes in, in health issues, um, harassment, like demonic harassment in our minds, our wills, our emotions. It comes in the way of loss, um, mm -hmm. strife in families, false accusations, miscommunications, um, financial strain, fatigue, feelings of overwhelm, confusion, delay, and it means just nonstop like pressure. And um, I, I even heard the voices of, you know, the believers cry out, I can't catch a break is what I heard them say. I can't catch a break. God, I can't do this anymore. It's one thing right after the other. I need you to come in. I need you to help me. And yeah. as soon as they were about to give up, I saw the Lord come in and um, he actually, I, I watched God come in as a mighty man of war. It's funny. Usually when I see like father God in my visions, he kind of mm -hmm. looks like my dad, but with white hair <laughs> and my dad looks like Santa Claus. So he's pretty jolly, but he can, you know, when daddy comes in and he's not, and he's serious, you know, like, you, you know, yeah, you prepare <laughs> the way you you know what I mean? Like you get out of the way uh -huh. and let dad do what, what he's doing. Um, and, and that's exactly how he came in. I saw him, you know, as wow. my strong father and he grabbed, it was literally like, I saw a tent peg being pulled up, like ripped up, um, mm. with the canvas and he grabbed a hold of it and, um, he put them back in place, but he positioned the tent peg into a different part of the ground, the part that had a part that had not been disturbed or broken up and was compromised. Right. And, um, he began to drive them back into the earth in a new place. And, mm -hmm. uh, then I watched him walk around the tabernacle and he was inspecting and reinforcing each peg. And, um, as he did, I watched, um, these newly anchored tent pegs sprout roots. Like they became like trees. 
And I heard wow. in my, I know it was so cool. Um, and I heard Colossians 2, 6, and 7. And it says, in the same way you receive Jesus, our Lord and Messiah by faith, continue your journey of faith, progressing further into your union with him. Your spiritual mm -hmm. roots go deeply into his life as you are continually infused with strength encouraged in every way for you are established in the faith you have absorbed and you are enriched by your devotion to him. And so and that's in the passion translation. Yeah. I love the passion translation. You guys just had Brian on too, didn't you? Mm -hmm. I love that guy. Um, so then I heard the Lord rebuke the, um, the prince of the power of the air that was causing this relentless attack. And his voice was like, I don't know how to ex explain it any other way. It came out like an iron rod and shot fire from it oh, and wow. almost like a gun. And mm -hmm. um, there was a vortex that opened up in the clouds and all the storm was just sucked up and blown away. Um oh, suddenly the valley bur burst into like full bloom and the sky cleared and the sun came out and I could see mountains in the distance. And I heard the voice of the Lord through first Peter uh, chapter one, verse 22. And um, it says now, because of your obedience to the truth, you've purified your souls and this empowers you to be full of love for fellow believers. Um, and it says, for though the eternal and living word of God or through the eternal living word of God, you've been born again. And this seed that he planted within you can never be destroyed, but will Amen. live and grow inside of you forever. Um, so that was amazing to see like the valley burst into bloom. And I felt like God was saying that he is coming in this month specifically Mm -hmm. with reinforcement, like he's coming to reinforce uh, his remnant believers. The storm is breaking. He's rebuked the enemy on our behalf. And um, I, I'm hearing right now, uh, it's a verse from Song of Solomon. It says uh, that he is going to seize his beautiful bride with his power. Um, and in this hour, like we're about to see the manifestation of God's bride, his beautiful bride rise up in his power, um, mm. in the wilderness. And the, the definition of the word reinforce is to strengthen or to improve in order to make more forcible or effective, usually by adding additional material or assistance to support. And so I, when he gave me this word reinforce, where he was reinforcing the tent pegs, I just laid in my chair and cried because oh. it is felt like the same thing, you know, and, and us prophetic people, we're picking up on everything in the atmosphere. <laughs> you know, <laughs> And if you're trying to run a ministry, like there's all of that. And then if you're a pastor on top of that, you're trying to deal with people and, and your flock going through the warfare too, you know, you've got <laughs> wool flying everywhere and, you know, you're trying to hold on to them. And I, 
not only that, but I'm in the middle of a huge reno- like house renovation and like geographical move. And um, wow. I felt like the Lord was saying that is another thing for many of us in the body of Christ. We're in this season of being positioned for purpose. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com slash give. And, and, and we're in the middle of that uncomfortable transition mm-hmm. um, between what we've always known and into this new place. Mm-hmm. Um, and he actually was giving me the metaphor of like a woman in birth, right? Like you're a mommy, right? So, um, you know, <laughs> when, so there's like phases to getting ready to have a baby, right? Um, and I feel like, you know, the transition phase of birth is right before the baby crowns. Mm-hmm. And that's when the mom starts freaking out. She gets anxious. Um, she starts feeling um, like she can't do it. Actually, they say in a transition phase of birth that oftentimes the mother will be like, I can't do this. You know, I, I don't think I can do this. Um because it's serious, (laughs) you know, like (laughs) your body's going through so many changes and it's overwhelming. Um, But that phase of childbirth is very short. It doesn't last very long. And then the next thing you know, you've got that baby in your arms. And so um, I want to release this encouragement over the body too. Like if you feel like you've been in this storm it's temporary. God's coming to your rescue. He's coming to reinforce Mm -hmm. you. You're going to be more what you have learned and the faith that you've had to, um, hold onto in this storm is actually preparing you for the next place. And, um, you are going to give birth to the things that God promised you. Um, you can do this. (laughs) It's imminent. God has decided it. Right. And, um, yeah. So, so don't give up. (laughs) It's okay. It's going to be all right. Uh, wow. Yeah. I just, Lord, I I just feel like so many people are like witnessing with this right now. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. And I just feel like, you know, one of the things that they tell moms during that transition, transition phase is to just breathe. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's like the storm was come in and it took your breath away. So I just feel like as just prophetically, wherever you are, if this witnesses to you to just take a deep breath and then just release it. Um, yeah. wow. Um, yeah. And I, I just feel like the Lord wants to encourage you, you know, I, I keep seeing just the 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 phase of birth where the mother, you know, the baby is in the birth canal. That's like that's the tight place, right? You know, it's oh, yeah. you feel restricted, you know. Um, but even you know, as you're just breathing and you feel that expansion of your lungs, like know that the Lord is bringing you into a wide open place. Um, he's bringing those things that you have carried in your heart. Wow. Yeah. He's bringing the things that you have carried in your heart, um, that you've, that you've held onto in the secret place with him. He's bringing those things out into the open. Um, suddenly it's going to be a suddenly, 
and he's giving you room to run with him and to build with him and to to do the things that um you've desired to do and the and the promises that he's given to you you know i'm so grateful that god is faithful me too even even when we're not yes um, yeah Thank you, God. Thank you, God. And I just, I just break that cloud of warfare off of you right now in Jesus' name. Um, yeah. Whew. Man, I just feel the Holy Spirit so strong. I just hear the word peace. Like God, some of you have been asking the Lord, like, I just need peace. I just need peace. And yeah. so we just release that perfect shalom of God over your soul right now. And we just command this storm of anxiety and of pressure, of confusion, um, even if the storm has seemed to pass, but, you know, there's this lingering trauma from mm. it. I break off the spirit of trauma right now in the transition in Jesus name. And we just thank you, God, for just room to breathe right now. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I felt like you had something there, Kelsey. I was just going to ask you about um, when you shared about the tent pegs, how um, the Lord put them in a new place. I wanted you to kind of go more into that because I know I'm sure he gave you revelation about why he put them in a new place. And should, you know, should we be expecting, you know, kind of uh, maybe a new place or something that you know, cause, um, like you said, there was compromise, it was compromised the hole that was already open. So he couldn't keep you there. Yes. He had to put, put you somewhere else. So could you expound on that a little bit? Yeah. So I'm so glad you asked me that. So I, I feel like this is, it's, there's multiple, multiple interpretations for that. Um, one is real life moves and geographical transitions into new locations. Um, and that was actually a word that God gave me for 2023. He said that this was going to be the year of the great migration um, and okay. renovation. Um, and so it's crazy. Uh, even in my ministry, I mean, and I, I have never seen so many people either moving to different states renovating their houses, like major renovations, mm -hmm. finishing like construction projects on homes, like building a new home, you know, and um, it's wild. It seems like all these moves that I'm watching right now and renovations that I'm seeing right now, they're all scheduled to be finished by June. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, um, which makes sense because if you, so I, I love, I love Hebrew stuff. I love the Jews. And so, uh, cause Jesus, that's who he was. But, um, mm -hmm. if you look at the, at God's calendar, the Hebrew month that we're in is, um, IR and this is the month of transition or migration going from glory to glory and strength to strength. And so I believe that God is, finishing up, we're in the final stages of geographical changes, whether that's 
um, you know, God is calling you to physically move Mm -hmm. or it's God calling you out of maybe a fellowship or ministry or a certain church. And he's calling you to be relocated into another ministry or going to another church or another fellowship. Um, But on a personal level, I believe that that, um, that change or that repositioning is actually, uh, it's, um, a new position of solid spiritual upgrade where Mm. we're, um, moving away from like the cracks in our foundation, our personal foundation and our character and our faith, you know, and, um, moving away from like the things that keep us insecure, keep us unstable and putting us into a secure place um, mm-hmm. and into a place where we're going to be able to steward the greater mm-hmm. that God wants to release in our lives. And so that has to happen on an inward level, right? Yeah, that's good. So um, if you guys have been feeling like, and th- this is a thing. So usually I notice, because a huge hallmark of, of my ministry personally is that um, I believe in body, soul, and, um, and spirit wellness, right? Mm-hmm. So our soul is our mind, our will, and our emotions. And that is where demons like to get their hooks in people is in their mind, their will, and their emotions. And it's all through lies that we believe. Mm-hmm. So if our, if our emotional world and our, our mind, our thought life um, is healthy and our wills are surrendered to Christ, then deliverance is going to be something that we go through consistently. And we're going to walk in greater and greater levels of, of freedom um, and healing. So, um, is I, that I, kind of the same as the process of sanctification? You think? I believe it is. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I've noticed is that a lot of times, you know, especially in the charismatic community, <laughs> and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but we get saved, we get filled with the Holy Ghost, we realize that there are all these spiritual realities, you know, and then we totally neglect the fact that we have a physical body that has needs. And we totally Mm -hmm. neglect the fact that we have emotions and we have mind, body, soul triggers that affect us. And, and rather than dealing with our, our own emotions and becoming emotionally intelligent and emotionally healthy, Mm -hmm. um, we blame it all on demons and then we become victims to an enemy when really we might need to take some vitamin D and B12 for our physical bodies. You know, I mean, seriously, (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. I've I've been through it where I was like wore out. I'm sick. I I can't catch a break. And I'm like, God, what is wrong? Like nothing is working. Is this demonic? Mm -hmm. And, and he literally came to me and he said, you need to check your salts. And I'm like, my salts what are you talking? And then I Google like salt deficiency and it pops up electrolytes like potassium oh, wow. and mm-hmm. you know, magnesium. And, 
And then I find out I'm extremely electrolyte deficient. And I also have a vitamin D deficiency. And so I started taking electrolytes and Mm -hmm. vitamin D. Within two days, I was 100% better. You know what I mean? But Mm -hmm. for two weeks, I was wallowing around in self-pity thinking that I was being oppressed by the devil. Right. You know? Yeah. And then when your physical body doesn't feel good, then your, your mental wellness. Oh, absolutely. You know, that's huge. If you don't feel good and you're sick, your emotions are all, you're a mess. I mean, I can attest to that where I I'm a mess. I'm like, all of a sudden I'm like doubting Thomas, (laughs) you know, and you're so tired and you're so sick that you're like, you, you just want, you don't want to read the word because you're exhausted. You're physically exhausted, especially as a mother, you're taking care of everything. Oh, it's, it's a ripple effect when you're, when there's something wrong with your body, it is an absolute ripple effect to the rest of you. Yeah. And that's being real. It is. And so you have to find how to deal with it. Absolutely. And, and so that's another thing about this month is like, it's the month where God provided manna to the Jews. And so I believe that the Lord is saying like, I am the God who heals you and I am the God who nurtures you. I want to nurture not only your, um, your spirit man, but I want to nurture your emotional man, your soul man. I want to nurture your physical man so that you're prepared and you're healthy um, as a triune being that I created you to be to run the race that I have for you in the months to come. Mm -hmm. And so guys, if that's you, I just ask that God would give you spiritual revelation right now about what vitamins you need to take about, you know, maybe, you know, Jesus, he took naps, (laughs) he took naps, he took, he took breaks, he took a nap on a boat in a storm, you know, and, and, and he was intentional to like feed people. Like sometimes we just need a snack and a nap and get refreshed. We need to know when to step back and to take care of our own selves, our own bodies mm-hmm. and do self-care. And, and that's totally biblical. And I think this is the month where God is saying, Hey, I'm giving you permission and space to do that. Um, and that can be very uncomfortable for people. Right. Um, for me, learning to say no is ha- is, is a process that you have to walk through. I went around that mountain so many times, learning, learning to say no and it being okay. Absolutely. And no, the word no, when God gives you the word no, is like one of the most anointed words Mm. that you can release because something that he has taught me and that he's continuing to teach me because by no means have I arrived. Um, But he he told me earlier in the year, he said to let my yes be my yes and my no be my no. And he said, but I want to warn you, honey, that whatever you say yes to, you have to understand that that is going to require a no from you in another area. So mm. we need to make sure that we're not just wearing ourselves out with good things that aren't God things. Yeah, that's good. 
And we need to be asking the Lord for clear discernment on what is a good thing and what is a God thing. And where are we saying yes to things that aren't God things that are going to end up putting us in a position to having to say no to the actual God things? Yeah. You know, um, mm-hmm. and so that has been something with me personally that I've been before I've been saying yes to anything this year. I've been really taking time to seek the Lord and be like, okay, is this a, is this a solid yes for me and for our ministry or for our family um, moving forward? And I I feel like also just to say this, that for a lot of us, because we don't know what the next season is going to look like, that is also very uncomfortable. Um, Yeah where you're like, you know, you're, you're antsy and you want to do things. Um, and, and you feel like you should be doing more. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, it's almost like you get this, the sense of expansion, you know what I mean? Like you, you can feel it before it arrives going back to the motherhood analogy, you know, you know, the the nesting phase that moms go through. We're Mm -hmm. like, we just have this urge. We got to clean everything, sanitize everything, <laughs> organize <family>. everything, <laughs> organize. You're folding the baby's onesies the 18th time in a row, you know, and trying to move furniture and you've got no business moving furniture. <laughs> exactly. Yes. All the moms like, are laughing right now. <laughs> yeah. But, but that's what we do. And, and I feel like for a lot of us too, like that's, that's the place that we're at. Like some of like, we're, we're feeling like this urgency to move things and to organize. And we really want to know what things are going to look like, but the same with a baby, you know, like having a baby with your husband, like I have an idea of what my baby is going to look like. Cause I know what I look like and I know what my husband looks like, but you really don't know what the baby is going to look like until you're holding the baby, mm-hmm. you know? And I feel like that's like, we a lot of times we want all the answers. We want to know what the next thing is going to look like, but we really just need to surrender all of our expectations to God and understand that until we're actually holding that promise in our hands or until we're actually walking in that promise, we're not going to know what it's going to look like. And so being patient and doing the little things that we can to prepare now, Mm -hmm. even if that is just the self-care, even if that is like, God, you're showing me these areas where I do feel insecure, where I am uncomfortable, where maybe I do need some more healing. Maybe Mm -hmm. I, I do need to to get some deliverance from this thing or from that thing, you know, and I give you permission, God, to reposition me, or I give you permission, God, to really search me and know me and get all these anxious things out of me so that I am healthy and capable to steward the next. Yeah. Right. The next level of glory. I I feel like that is kind of where a lot of us are at right now. And so Mm -hmm. 
there's just grace to breathe. You know, that's what we do when we're in labor. Like they tell us, you know, to, to breathe, take breaths, um, to talk and, and, and to really like press into the Lord in this season. And, um, I feel like the Lord says, ask me for doors, ask me for doors of opportunity. Um, and also I just hear the Lord saying that, you know, we're all in process. Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com slash give and become a partner today. Like we don't arrive until we get to heaven. And then even when we get to heaven, it's, it's a journey into eternity, right? Like the destination is, is God's heart that it's not once you get the ministry platform or once you open up <laughs> business, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I have really learned in, in my own process to be content with what God has given me because I know that he will only give me what I have the capacity to steward because that's the nature of a good father, right? Like, as a good mom, I would never give my 13-year-old keys to my Jeep. You know what I mean? Like, and just be like, yeah, you know, go ride the Jeep. Like, right, you know. right. Now, I would totally give him a mountain bike, you mm-hmm. know? Um, right. Because that is what is age appropriate for him. Um, now, my 19-year-old. I trust her with my, with my car, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's the other thing is like, you know, in this, this season of going from glory to glory, glory, like, I think when we hear that glory to glory, we think that like the, the current stage of glory that we're in is like inferior to the next, Mm -hmm. but it's not. Right. Glory is glory. Right. It's just a, it's a new place um, of expansion and maturity of Mm -hmm. the former glory. Um, And so the next phase of glory is not a destination that we're trying to get to. It's a place of, um, that we've been prepared for um, and matured for. And so I feel like God just wants to say to, to the viewers too, like the glory, the next level of glory is just another level of, um, maturity to yeah, steward more. Um, and that's what spirit, like when I hear like when God says, Oh, I'm promoting you in the spirit. Um, the first thing I think about is not like more microphones. Okay. Like, mm-hmm. That's not what I think of when I, when he tells me that I'm like, oh shoot, I, I'm about to have my flesh crushed and <laughs> I, and, and I am going to exude an anointing from that crushing and, and I'm going to look mm. more like Jesus because that's yeah. what true Christian promotion is, is looking more and more like Jesus. Yeah. And in the, in our Western culture you know, mindset, like we think it's more ministry opportunities, right? 
you know, it's, it's a promotion at your job. It's better pay. Right. Um, but really it's a greater level of responsibility um, mm-hmm. to steward the kingdom. Yeah, and- that's so true. And I was thinking about all you were just saying at the end, kind of summarize it perfectly. Cause as you were talking about promotion, I thought, well, sometimes promotion looks like, oh, you're, platform or whatever it is being completely taken away from you because the Lord wants you to, it's a time for study. It's you're in school with him, with the Holy spirit. And he's going to take that away because there's something he wants to do within you and why it's hard when you have hindsight and look back at that season and see, Oh my gosh, the Lord took me away from this. Maybe it was from your church or your group or whatever the Lord, your job, whatever the Lord took you away from it. And at the beginning, you were so confused. God, why is this happening? Like, am I not pleasing to you? You kind of don't understand why, but after the Lord uh, gets in there, deep in there with you, you look back and you're like, wow, this is, this has been a promotion because I'm closer to you. I know more about your word. You've taught me so much. And that is the promotion. And like you said, I love you just summarize it perfectly. Everything I was thinking the last 10 minutes you were talking, because it is in the world, they'll say, if you get a new job or you get a new opportunity, you get a new this. And really in the kingdom, it's it's like the upside down kingdom. It's It's totally yes. different than what the world says it is. And so don't be discouraged if you feel like things are being stripped or taken from you because that is the Lord preparing you for what he has next. And it could end up being the best season where then you look back and you're like, oh, I had so many encounters and so many dreams in that time. I wish I could do that again. But maybe now you're uh, speaking or somewhere new or you have a new ministry group and you look, you'll look back at it and be like, oh, I miss that time. I miss that time, Lord. Man, Kelsey, that is so good. And it's so true. Like, as you were talking, it's so funny. Um, I have a mentoring group, um, Elisha's Mantle Mentoring, and it's just, um, I, I love them. They they literally are like my my congregation online. You know, they're from all over, but they're just hungry, you know, fiery, sold out for Jesus. And they are so humble. I just, I love my tribe. But um, in the Facebook group today, one of uh, our members um, actually posted a dream that they had about me last night. And it was, a I was talking to another woman who is sharing um, about uh, her having breast cancer. And I had said something in the dream, like, you know, my, I'm so blessed and my life is so easy. And she said, well, you know, good for you. She was kind of bitter because, you know, I have breast cancer and I had to have a double mastectomy. And she said in the dream that I actually lifted up my shirt and I said, yeah, me too. I've had that happen, but my life is so easy and I'm so blessed. And I began to explain to this woman, um, the things that God had given me when the enemy had taken something from me. Oh, wow. And, um, and so I had reason and and we all have this as believers. Like, I, I don't believe that there's any such thing as a bad day in the kingdom. Like we have an extravagantly good God 
who yeah. cannot give what is outside of his nature to give. So if he is good and he is good all the time, he can't give anything bad. There is an enemy who comes to kill and steal and destroy. And God makes a promise that he will cause everything to work together for the good of those who love him and are called according to his good purpose. And yes. so the enemy is so nasty and conniving. He will actually take the thing that he did to rob, to kill, to kill, to destroy. Right. Mm -hmm. And then when God turns it around into a blessing, he will try to convince the people of God that God did that to them because he wanted to bless them. Mm. And that is schizophrenia at its finest. <laughs> and God is not mentally ill. Yeah. You know, he is not schizophrenic. He's not abusive. He doesn't push his kid out in the middle of the street to teach you not to get hit by a car. That's not how our father operates. Mm -hmm. um, the Bible says every good and perfect gift comes down from the father of lights. And in right. him, there is no shadow of turning. Yes. Right. So um, I feel like somebody needs to hear this today, too. Like, even if you feel like, yeah, Krista, yeah, Kelsey, I hear what you're saying. You know, like, yeah, we've been through this storm and God's coming with reinforcement and this is just the transition phase and and, you know, hope is coming in the morning, but you don't know what I've lost in the storm. Yep. Like, mm -hmm. God wants to deal with that bitter place and he wants to make that place sweet for you. And, mm -hmm. and I feel like the best way that I could share this with you is like pro prophet, the spirit of prophecy is the testimony of Jesus. And, um, you know, we overcome Satan by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. So what the blood of the lamb has done for us personally, like I lost my mother, um, in 2019 to, mm to cancer, to lung cancer. Oh, I'm sorry. And you know what? Like, this is the miracle is that I don't, you don't, nobody needs to be sorry because I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry for the influence that my mother had in my life. She was my, my best friend. She was my personal prophet. Like even on her deathbed, God redeemed things broken things in our relationship that only he could have done supernaturally. Mm. And, you know, through that process of losing my mom, and then I had a best friend of mine betray me, slander me, um, mm. try to destroy my ministry from the inside out um, wow. right after I lost my mom. Oh, wow. Then, then I lost, you know, my house and, um, you know, thousands of dollars. I mean, like it was this wow. season of bombardment right after the other. And, um, I, I was to the point where I'm like, I would wake up in the morning in anxiety and would get my kids off to school. And I would go and sit in my rocket ship and I would shake and I would cry because I literally could not face the day. Mm. And I, and I, I knew that God was my only hope. He was the only person. He's my rock, right? Yes. And so 
I would lay in my chair and I would weep and I would say, Father, I can't do this today until you come and talk to me and you heal me. Mm. And he led me through a journey of getting totally healed and totally set free from um, borderline personality disorder and complex PTSD uh, that I didn't even know that I had. Right. Wow. And completely healed my identity. Um, He blessed my ministry like right after that is when my ministry exploded. Um, and my one video, it's had, it's had 16 million views or 17 million views. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That's how he launched my, my ministry. Um, so I had the, the enemy came and took the voice of my mother, who is my personal prophet. Mm-hmm. Then my dad got stage four throat cancer. I lost the boy- voice of my natural father in my life. Wow. Then my best friend betrays me, slanders me, and tries to shut doors of ministry for me. And then I'm pressing into the Lord and the Lord came in as my prophet. And he began to speak. The father began to speak into my identity and heal me of all my heart wounds, everything from my past. And it was, he was preparing me in that season to be able to minister to the nation. My best friend betrayed me and tried to have doors slammed in my face. And instead God opened up a wide effectual door into the nations for me to proclaim the gospel. And that video is still going viral. It goes viral in like cycles today. And it was because of that video that I began to release more prophetic words where Steve Schultz was shown a, uh, a video of a prophetic word about revival and the nations. And then here I am in front of all of you today to share this. And God took everything that the enemy meant for evil and he's turned it all around for my good. And, and now I'm walking in my mother's mantle that she didn't get to walk in on earth. And I'm fulfilling dreams from my mom. Mom loved Elijah's list. Like I was raised (laughs) on Elijah list, you know, And so like to see how God has made all these things beautiful. I wrote a book, book, Unbreakable Embrace, the devotional that compiles all of those encounters that I had with the father to bring healing to others who are struggling to encounter God as a happy daddy. Right. Um, So friends, it does not matter what you think the enemy stole from you. God is going to pay you back with interest in the season to come. Mm. That's the way he works. He is a God of justice. And the enemy has to repay seven times what was stolen. And so, you know, if, if you feel like that's you, I just, I feel the fire of God on me right now. Um, wow. I just want you, you know, sometimes we just need to take a minute and we just need to repent, right? We need to change the way we think, uh, turn away from the wrong way of thinking and turn back to God in the right way. Yes. And so if that's you and you're just like, Krista, yeah, I've become bitter because I've been focusing on what I feel was stolen from me. Um, 
Wow. You know, it was, I believe it was when the Israelites were in um, the wilderness in the place called Mara, which means bitter. Um, they complained and, and grumbled against the Lord and snakes were released and they ended up being poisoned. You know, complaining is a spiritual toxin. It's a poison and it will, mm. it, it, that bitterness of soul will kill you. It will take you out. Um, but then Moses put, um, wood, put a tree into the water and it made it sweet. And that tree is the cross, you know, that's Jesus. Um, and, and we just, we receive that in humility. And so I just, wherever you are, if that's you, I just want you to just confess, you know, God, forgive me for any place that I have allowed bitterness to yeah. take in my soul. Um, God, I, I renounce and nullify any agreement that I have with the enemy uh, through complaining or through accusation or through uh, maybe believing that you aren't good, mm. God. I repent. I ask for your forgiveness. And Holy Spirit, I just ask you right now to come and to, to purify that place in my soul. Purify that place. Make the bitter places sweet. He turns the bitter into sweet, guys. I just, um, I get this picture of lemonade, you know, like, you know, lemons are sour, but they have so many health benefits. And I, and I, <laughs> you know, it's like, mm -hmm. and guys, I, I just feel like the Lord is saying, look, I'm pouring out my spirit, my refreshing water on you. And it's going to dilute the acidity and the bitterness and the sour places. Okay. And um, I'm releasing the honey of my word right now to make it all sweet. And, and he's saying, I just say, I hear him say, I'm going to emulsify, emulsify all of that. Bring, I'm bringing it all together for you, mm -hmm. darling. I'm bringing all of it together for you. And you might not be able to see it right now, but, but what was meant to destroy you and make you bitter, I'm going to cause it to refresh your life. And not only mm -hmm. that, but, but not only is it going to be a refreshment to your life and to your soul, says the Lord, but you are going to set up a lemonade stand <laughs> and, and I am going, I'm going to multiply that in your life so that you can give others refreshment so that you can pour into others what I've poured into you. Mm. Wow. Thank you God. Thank you, God. Yeah. I just, he says that the, it's often the place of our deepest pain that he decides to, to establish a platform for us to step into our purpose. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Lord. Whew. I, I even just feel like wherever you're at, you know, like how dangerous 
would we be to the enemy if every time the enemy touched us, we just laughed at him? Mm-hmm. We can know the payback that is coming. You know, like wherever you are, I just feel like you just need by faith, even if you don't feel it, to just say ha, ha, ha at the enemy because you're about to get paid back with interest. The enemy is going to pay for what he stole from you. Like what you're hearing? Help us continue to make Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Head to ElijahStreams.com slash give. Now back to the show. Wow. Thank you, God. We just thank you for that. And and I just feel too, to just um, before we close, because I know we've been going for an hour now, but just to pray for physical healing right now over bodies. Um, the Lord is specifically speaking to me about uh, necks and spines. Like he's, he's bringing things into alignment. He's connecting things. And so right now in Jesus name, wherever um, discs have been out of alignment um, or wherever things have been disconnected in the physical body, God, I just command those things to come into alignment right now in Jesus mighty name. And I command healing to spinal cords, to cervical discs, to, um, the Lord's lower lumbar. Um, I just heard C4 and C3. I think that's in the neck. That's the cervical spine. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, and whiplash, the Lord said it's whiplash from an accident, from a car accident. Um, and he's healing that right now as a woman. Thank wow. Thank you, Father, for healing that. Actually, it's a few different people because I saw like four different women and then I saw two different men. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. And um, yeah, hips, he's healing hips. And, and even... Um, Injuries from foreign substances into the body. Like um, I I was just, I know it might sound strange. I've never actually prayed this before, but wherever Mm -hmm. there's a vaccine injury, we just command healing to the cells of your body right now. um, And just a restoration of perfect DNA. Um, We plead the blood of Jesus over blood right now, over your blood in Jesus name. Wow. Um, and I released the fire of God to heal um, immuno disorders and deficiencies is what I just heard. And in hormone disorders and, and deficiencies, um, specifically, I just heard the Lord say low estrogen. Mm. Um there's a woman you're watching, you felt very insecure because your estrogen um, has has been diminishing over the years. And one of the ways that it's manifested is through facial hair that um, is very uh-huh. obvious. And it, it's been very upsetting to you. Um, and, and the Lord says, I'm healing that right now. Uh, he's releasing healing over your endocrine system. And, uh, wow. Thank you, Lord. Whoa. Thank you, God. Uh, and the other thing that God is healing, he, reproductive organs right now. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 
you know, it reminds me of that, that place that Mara, God actually gave them a promise that if they would worship him and not complain and would um, keep themselves from worshiping the idols of that region, that they would be uh, fertile and that they would bear children, that there would be no infertility. And so God, we just command wherever there's uh, a young married couple and you've been struggling with infertility mm-hmm. and maybe even us talking about giving birth or being a mother, it, 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 it's a, uh, it's a wound in your soul. It's, it's hope deferred. I break that off mm-hmm. of you right now in Jesus name. And we speak healing to that place. And, and God, I just invoke the blessing um, of Abraham over those people. And God, you commissioned mankind in the garden to be fruitful and multiply and subdue the earth. And so God, we just speak that over reproductive organs and systems right now in Jesus name. I I even decree and I see that there are some couple, there's a couple you've been trying for 10 years, the Lord says to get pregnant. And the Lord says that by this time next month, By this time next month, you will conceive the Isaac that I promised you all those years ago. Thank you, Father. There's another couple that's watching. There's a woman watching. You're even later on in your reproductive years, and you've been trying very hard to get pregnant. You've given up on uh, going to the, the infertility clinic because there has just been a um a holy anger and dissatisfaction in you i see you in your room you have dark hair and you've cried out to god and you said if it's not natural and it, and it's not you god then i don't want it because the things that they were going to ask you to do at that clinic compromised your values and your morals in faith and the Lord says, I am going to give you your Samuel. Wow. And in, in it soon, I mean, I, I'm literally seeing like June is the month where, where you are going to get pregnant. Wow. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. And, and whoever that is, I actually see you watching this and, and you are weeping right now. And it's almost like I feel this, um, this, this thought come over you. Like I have heard this prophetic word that I was going to have a baby so many times that I was going to, and I've been disappointed month after month. And there's Mm -hmm. almost like a, like a fear to hope (laughs) if that makes sense because of the, the disappointment that you've had to go through. And the Lord wants to remind you that Sarah knew exactly what that felt like. Mm. And that when she laughed at the Lord saying, oh yeah, haha, surely, yes, I'll, I'll know my husband and, and, you know, conceive. It was because she had lost all hope. And so I feel the Lord saying for you that this is not about how you feel. It's about his word, his promises over your life. It's about, it's about your seed 
carrying lineage and legacy in the spirit. It's about the father's will being birthed on earth because it's already been ordained in heaven. It's about much more than you, says the Lord. Mm-hmm. It's because your your offspring are carrying something that is vital and needed for the generations to come. Wow. Thank you, Father. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. And he says, I will do it despite you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Despite you and your unbelief. So thank you, God. Thank you, God, that yes, you Lord. answer our prayers despite our unbelief. God, help our unbelief. Yes, Lord. And um, Mm -hmm. one more thing. I feel like if that is you and you've had issues with your reproductive system, um, to just wherever you are, go and take a glass of water as a prophetic act um, to decree that the and drink it, like drink the whole glass and say, God, you are making the bitter places sweet. Mm. Wow. The place, the place of my bitterness is going to become the place of your sweetness. Thank you, Lord. Wow. Whew. Man. Thank you, Father. And I also just keep getting a picture of a gallbladder. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh like acid reflux and and issues with digestion and acidity like that bitterness in your belly um and i believe the lord is saying this too like if you have had a gallbladder removed or you've had um acid reflux or bile reflux which can happen after a gallbladder surgery cuz your liver will just drain bile into your, your stomach and your intestines. Um, healing is coming to that right now too. And I feel like the same thing with Mm -hmm. the water. If you just get a glass of water and you drink the water by faith and just take, like, it's, it's going to be, uh, it's going to neutralize that place of bitterness in your physical body. Thank you, God. And he says that as this happens, not only, not only is he, getting rid of that acid, that bitter place in your physical body, in your, in your stomach, but that there is a grace coming over you right now to process the things, those difficult, bitter places in your past with the Lord. Mm -hmm. So that as you move into this greater level of glory, says the Lord, that you will not be carrying baggage into the next place. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Father. Thank yeah. you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Yeah, Kelsey, are you getting anything that you want to add to that? I did get one um, like picture in my mind of Anna in the temple. Remember, she was widowed and she was barren and she gave her life to be dedicated uh, to fasting and prayer in the temple. But she got the revelation of Jesus coming. The Lord gave that to her. And so as Mary and Joseph brought the baby to the temple, she was there to prophesy over uh, Mary and over their family. And I think the Lord showed me that because there's some of you that are past the age of bearing children. 
And the Lord's giving me that because you've dedicated your life to him despite that, despite Mm -hmm. that you weren't able to conceive, despite that you weren't able to do that. You still said, I'm going to show up at the temple. And she, I mean, think about that, that she got the revelation of Jesus, the Messiah, that she knew that Mary was holding the Messiah and only her and Simeon had that revelation at the temple. They both got that and they were both in old age. And so I think the Lord is saying that there's things that I've given you that are really special. There's there's a revelation I've given you that's really special. And just because that didn't happen in your life, I still have something great for you. There's still something for you. And maybe it wasn't bearing children, but there's another um very special thing, unique only to your life, just like Anna had and just like Simeon had that God's given to you. So continue to look to him. And I know you already do because we know Anna was so faithful and so are you. And um, so I just want to encourage you. And Lord, I just ask that you would bless those that uh, register with this uh, word, Lord, that they feel like that's me. I'm, (laughs) I've been in the temple and I, despite the bad things that have happened, despite, um, you know, not bearing children, I'm still here, still uh, serving the Lord faithful. And God, I just ask that you would bless them, Lord, that you would show them uh, deeper revelations of Jesus and that, God, you would speak um, to their hearts, Lord. And Lord, you would reveal to them uh, the assignment over their life, God. And I just ask that you bless all all the mothers and all the spiritual mothers. A lot of you are spiritual mothers, maybe not in the natural, but God's given you kids to mentor and given you younger people uh, that have come in your life. And you've been able to speak into them and love them and show them the love of Jesus. And a lot of times their own parents did not even do that for them, but God gave them to you so that you could show them love and you could help them and bring them in. So even though maybe it wasn't a natural um, birth, God is so faithful to give us what our hearts desire. So just see all the good in your life that's come from God and just thank him for it. And let's be grateful um, for all that God's done in our lives. Man, that's so good. That was a word. Actually, when you shared that, it reminded me of my uh, my spiritual mama. I call her Mama Anne, and she came into my life. Her and Papa Scott came into my life when my my mom passed away and when my father lost his voice. Mm-hmm. And they have loved my husband and I, and and literally, like you don't ever see them on anything but they are constantly holding us up in the background. And I I felt like, you know, to encourage those people that you were talking to, Kelsey, that like some of you were told years ago that maybe you would walk in a healing ministry, right? And God is going to bring, or maybe he has already brought some young, passionate you know, revivalists, young believers around you. And they are actually the ones that you're called to sow into everything that you learned about healing. Even if you never walked in what God was showing you, he might've been showing you for this age, for this generation to impart that wisdom 
into another person so that they can run with it. I mean, I know that that's what I'm doing with my mother. You know, my mom was told that she was going to have a, a laying on of hands, a healing ministry, and that uh, she was she was a prophet. She was totally a prophet. Uh, she loved the voice of the prophets and, you know, Kenneth Hagin and, and healing evangelists. And, and because of her listening and learning, I was discipled in all of that, even when I ran away from the Lord later. And now she's in heaven. And I remember right before she passed away, it was literally the, the day before she passed away. She believed up until the last that God could come in and heal her at any time. And she looked at me and she said, you know, Krista, she said, I thought that I was going to do all these things. And then she just looked at me and she said, but I think my calling was just to be your mom. Because you're going to walk in all these things. And I totally am, you know? <laughs> and so for like, that's where I'm at now is like, I'm looking at my kids and I'm thinking, God, how am I influencing my children yeah. to walk in promises that maybe you gave my mom or my grandma that they didn't see. Maybe I won't see these things, but my daughter will, or my son will. And how, I don't know, like, I think how crazy and wonderful would it be? I mean, like for me personally, I don't necessarily need to be the person on the front lines preaching the gospel to the multitudes, right? I am just as content being the person behind the scenes that nobody knows that's pouring into that person that's on the front lines, mm -hmm. that's holding up a shield for that person on the front lines. As long as God's will is being done and I'm being obedient and I'm serving, I'm happy. And then God will open up other opportunities. So I just felt like that was a word for some people too, that uh, maybe it's time to say, oh, okay, God, where are the people around me that you want me to sow into for this next generation? Because mm -hmm. we are in a season of revival, guys. Like the birthing that we're feeling right now, it is the, it is the birth of a Jesus revolution. It is the birth of a, a new Jesus people movement and a real love revolution. That is where we are at right now, guys. It, it, is, it is the Marys giving birth to a new Jesus movement. And so if you are a, an Anna, you can come alongside a Mary and get to hold that ministry and be a, a nurse and a midwife mm -hmm. to what God is doing in this hour. And that is yeah. just as vital and important. Oh, absolutely. In Jesus name. Yes. <laughs> so good. So awesome. Well, I love how the Holy Spirit just flows through all of it. And again, it's funny because I'm looking through notes and I'm like, oh, we didn't hit on any of that stuff. No, we didn't. Well, we'll have to have you back on, Krista. And we love, we love when you come on and all you share with us. Thanks for giving us your time today. And 
I know, um, actually let's, let's talk real quick before we're done, because I know you have some conferences coming up, right? Yeah. Oh, thanks for reminding me. You're good at keeping me on task while I'm floating off in a bubble somewhere, <laughs> which by the way, Kelsey, I just want to tell you that I love you and I honor you so much. I see your posts on social media and your sweetness and your humility and the way that you like, it's crazy. I literally sense the way that you honor leaders, you honor voices because you honor God and your whole life is such a beautiful love story with the Lord. And I just kept seeing that over you that like the father just wanted to encourage you, Kelsey, that like you are his love note to the nations. And every time you smile, it's like a songbird singing over his people, uh, that that's what your voice and your love and your presence is like, is like a love song and a love note. And um, so I just wanted to say that I know that we don't know each other super well, but I know you by the spirit and you are absolutely precious. And so I just wanted to lift you up. And the Lord says, you're doing a great job. Uh, You're juggling a lot. And if I'm not incorrect, you just had a baby too. And that's not easy. And I know I feel the Lord says that your husband has really swooped in to help you in a lot of ways, but the Lord, I just ask him to give you grace and to give you energy and to give you strength and such a season of like change and learning this new little person and how to have life. Um, Yeah. I appreciate that. I so appreciate that. Everyone pray for me. (laughs) Everybody pray grace for me, please. If you think about me. Yeah, because it is, it's a totally, you're learning all these things because every baby's so different. So I, I love and appreciate all your prayers. If you ever think about me, uh, that really, it really makes a huge difference. Prayer makes a huge difference. So yes, thank you for praying for me. And every time I pass you on the algorithm. I'm like, bless her Lord, bless her Lord. I I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Well, Krista, I'm got, I got to keep you on track. Okay. So you have some stuff coming up. Tell us, tell us what's coming up. (laughs) So you can find this all on my website, kristalisha.com. Super easy, just like my name. Um, but I'm going to be speaking at a youth conference at Church International, which is Robin Bullock's church. I'm super excited about that. Um, I am also going to be in Louisville, Tennessee, uh, right outside of Knoxville at the Abbey Farm, uh, July 7th and 8th. Uh, We're just hosting two days of just revival. It's free. It's open to the public. Um, What else do I have going on? Robin Bullock in June, Abby Farm in July. Well, you have and, a mentorship, right? Yep. Elisha's Mantle Mentoring. If you want to grow in not only spiritual, like supernatural intelligence, but you want to grow in emotional intelligence, emotional health, and have a healthy, vulnerable community 
where we are all learning to love each other and to love Jesus with everything that we have and to pursue him. Elisha's mantle mentoring is amazing. So, um, and we also have scholarships for first nations and for single mothers. So, um, if you really feel called to that, um, you can always send us an email at info at chrisdelisha.com. And, uh, if you provide us with the appropriate information, we can see if we have scholarships available for you too, because we don't want anybody to be left out, you know, and we all need, we all have a calling and um, God wants all of us to step into what he has for us. So yeah, yes. you all on my website, I got lots, you can find my, a link to buy my book there and, and all of that. Yeah. And you can follow her on social media, on Facebook and uh, do you have a YouTube? channel all that, that people yeah. can, yep all that stuff guys just type yeah, her name that, in right <laughs> it's literally if you just type in krista alicia it'll come up with my website and all the links to all my channels Everything. including my book i have a store that helps us take care of single moms i've got new merch oh, on there awesome um and helps us take care of babies so go go follow her go check out her store buy her book help support single moms uh they're doing great work over there you guys are doing great work for women and um loving on moms giving away diapers helping them out every way you can you guys are awesome we love you we honor you thanks for coming on with me today um it was awesome you guys tomorrow uh we have the pleasure of having bobby connor on with us you guys don't want to miss tomorrow bobby is like speaking of rocket ship he's like i mean a million miles an hour bobby connor is awesome i'm excited about tomorrow we will see you then god bless you we love you this has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.